Right, so a military court in Burkina Faso has handed down a lifetime to former President Blaise Campiore for the murder of his predecessor, Thomas Sankara. The long-awaited verdict brought to close uh, to a six-month trial about the murder of Sankara, who was assassinated during a coup led by his friend and comrade in arms Campiore on October the 15th, 1987. We now hear from Tapiwa Diamond, who is an Afro-expert on democracy, governance, and human rights. Glad you could join us this afternoon, Tapiwa. Welcome to the Glenzido Superdrive. Thank you for having me, and good afternoon to the listeners of uh, Radio 2000 Glencito Superdrive. Excellent, Tapiwa. So, what is the significance of uh, this judgment? Well, the, the judgment becomes academic. We are looking at it as just an academic judgment, primarily because the beneficiaries, the sole or the few beneficiaries of the coup, mm. of the assassination, which uh, took down the young life of the chair Guevara of Africa, mm. Thomas Sankara, uh, with Blasey Kompaore, is not directly affected by the judgment mm. because they've taken uh, citizenship in the neighboring country of Ivory Coast, where he is in exile after being deposed of power in 2014. And another serious leader as well was the ex-presidential security chief, and the name of Kafondo, he's been on the run for quite a very long time. Mm. So these two guys, these two gentlemen, were at the epicenter of, of, of the assassination of Thomas Sankara. So without having them uh, facing direct imprisonment or being directly affected by this judgment, it becomes academic. But obviously to, 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 to people in Burkina Faso and to everyone else in the rest of the world, it, it brings in closure to what has been a taboo for more than 20 years during Kambaori's presidency, where mm. he almost he was there for three decades. For three decades, people could not speak about the life of Thomas Sangara. So this brings in some peace, and it brings closure to the family, friends, and relatives. So uh, Sangara was killed, like you mentioned, in 1987. Why did it take so long for this case to be solved? The reason why it took forever to be resolved was because, now, first and foremost, Sankara and Kambaure, they were very good close friends mm. in the war. Yeah. And how Sankara came into power was through a coup. Mm. So that's one of the things that we hardly speak about. Yes. He took power through a military coup, and his best friends, Blasey Kambaure, then assassinated Thomas Sankara through the assistance of the French. So what then happened was that Blasey Kompaore then took over the presidency in the country of Burkina Faso. So when he was in power for 27 years, which is almost three decades, mm. he, he, there was an investigation uh, into, into the death of Thomas Sankara, and he shelved it with a little bit more evidence, the case is down and dealt with, because he was the one who was in power. So he had no interest in whatsoever in putting closure into this case. So as he filed this docket, and gathering dust, eventually he met his day in 2014 when the people of Burkina Faso, the upright people, the land of the incorruptible, then turned against him and he was deposed of power. Mm. So from that time up until now, it means for, for, for almost 30 years, nothing could have been done. But after he was deposed of power, it then brought in an opportunity for the other people in the country to find closure. Mm. Listening to the Glenzido Superdrive on Radio 2000, chatting to 
uh, Afro expert on democracy, governance, and human rights, Tapiwa Diamond. And uh, yeah, we're talking about um, a court in Burkina Faso uh, having handed down a life term to former President Blaise Campiore for the murder of his predecessor. So, Tapiwa. Campiore is currently living in exile in Ivory Coast, and the spotlight is now on Ivory Coast President Alassante Wata. Is he, is, yeah, is he likely to hand him over? No, definitely not, because if we look at the history of, 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 of uh, Campiore, he, when, when he was given reasoning to the reasons why Thomas Sankara uh, had to be taken off, he said Thomas Sangaro had jeopardized the foreign relations between uh, Burkina Faso and, number one, the former colonial master, number two, the Ivory Coast. Mm-hmm. So Compaore specified that, look, our relations with Ivory Coast are of critical and paramount importance. You know? So as a result, when he came into power, he said that. And his relations now, Compaore, his relations with the Ivory Coast are very solid. And trust me, you... When, when, when the, uh, the trial started right in the beginning, when there was a warrant of arrest for Compaore, the, Ivor, the Ivorians, the Ivory Coast as a country, did not really account and give substantive reasons as to why they wouldn't want to, 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 to release him. But we know, based on the answer that they gave, that they are definitely not going to release him because he's their best friend. And this is a trend in Africa. Mm. where we see presidents supporting one another and promoting uh, one another whenever it comes to the issues of democracy, governance, and the butchering of the people's human rights. Mm. No president held the other president accountable, but instead they drink tea together and exchange, rotate the African Union uh, chairmanship, or it could be the regional body chairmanship, but they don't hold one another accountable. And we're seeing the same trend now happening in the country of Cote d'Ivoire, Ivory Coast, because they will not release uh, the, the former president of Burkina Faso to go and face jail time. Yes, he's got diplomatic immunity as the former head of state, but the ex- he should be extradited to go and face the music in, the, in, in his former country. But unfortunately, because of the relations and the reasoning why the coup had to take place, it would be unfortunate uh, that he won't go and face uh, jail cells in his former country. Hmm. So here's a question. Since you say I am, France played a role, why is he then not living in France and living in the Ivory Coast? Well, I, I would say it, it, it's easier. You know, when you're African, it could, it could be easier to go to your next door neighbor mm. who, who, who then would be Ivory Coast. You're more, pro- you're more protected there as compared to going to France. Mm. If the political leadership of France changes, anything can happen. I think it's easier for him to have been extradited, looking at probably the, the, the issue of the International Criminal Court of Justice. So he stood a better chance of being uh, deported from France than being in Ivory Coast. But bear in mind that, as we all know, that the death of, of Thomas Sangara was heavily supported by the French, was heavily supported by the West, primarily because Thomas Sankara, he was, uh, he was against the IMF. He was against borrowing money. He was against uh, colonialism. And as a result, whatever the policies that he was uh, instilling in the country of Burkina Faso through his Marxist-Leninist 
and the blasting the words for neo-colonialization and, and, and the like. They did not like what he was doing. He took the country from zero to something else, mm. based on, 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 on production, the agrarian reform, and changing the country, putting the country upside down, being disruptive in a positive way. And within three years, if you look at the history and the achievements that he achieved, most of these leaders have not been able to achieve them. Mm. So if we look at that, we see that he was a great man, he was a great leader. Yes, no one is perfect. He had these flaws. But what he did in terms of the agrarian reforms, the issues to do with female genital mutilation, the vaccination, the, the reduction of the infant mortality rate from 208,000 to 145,000, you know, the women's rights, him selling his fleet, the presidential fleet of the executive luxury Mercedes Benz into procuring a Renault 5, which has the cheapest car in the country. It tells you that this, this was a person who had completely sold out the transformation of the Kina Faso, the transformation of political, social, and economic emancipation of the people in the country. You know, because many other leaders, they would come in and buy expensive stuff. But if so, you look at his possessions, he only had... Uh, $450 a month as his salary took a great reduction. He had one car, four motorbikes, three guitars, and a refrigerator. Those are the positions that he had. So you know, He was a person who was there to save in the country. So, Tapiwa, here's, here's another question. So, mm-hmm. who is funding his lifestyle in Ivory Coast? And do we know where um, some of his family members? So, when he moved, he moved with his family. Uh, because there was a coup, so because he knew now that people, he could easily have been killed or he could easily have been tried. Mm. So he then moved and went into exile together with his, his immediate and close family. Mm. In terms of funding his lifestyle, this is a president who was in power for 27 years. Okay. Within 27 years, that is enough time for any African leader to mm. accumulate wealth for themselves. Yeah. Remember, there is no principle of accountability Absolutely. when it comes to African politics. So he has enough wealth uh, that he has probably some foreign uh, Swiss bank account where he has got money that is fetched out elsewhere. So he is well off, and obviously the country of Ivory Coast because they've given him a home, they've given him a house, they've given him the citizenship and a place to stay. He's friends with the president of the country. So obviously he would not struggle, and his immediate family, friends, and relatives, they are also sitting pretty together with the army general that he had. And there's also speculation that Kafondo, who is the former uh, ex-presidential security chief, is also in the country of Ivory Coast, where they are sitting pretty and having, enjoying the lavish lifestyle. Mm. So what have been the reactions from Sankara's uh, wife, uh, Miriam, and uh, the people of Burkina Faso? When, when it comes to the people of Burkina Faso, the people of Burkina Faso are very excited. The people of Burkina Faso are happy with this decision. Yes, it took long. It, it was a trial that took six months. Yes, Compaore is not, is not in jail as we speak together with Cafondo, but it has helped in bringing closure. And quoting from what the former wife, what, what the wife of, of, of Sangara said, she said, look, we were not looking at revenge but we were looking at justice, mm. you know? So for them to come and say, look, we wanted justice to, to take place. It tells you that they're not coming from a point where they want to revenge, mm. they're angry and upset, but they wanted the ways of justice. 
they wanted this matter to be brought to a closure. Yes, it has been brought to a closure, and everyone is excited and happy about that. But unfortunately, the role of France has not come out in the open because France, the French has been the former colonial master, was heavily involved. They had their hand in this. And as well as Charles Taylor, the, the former president of Liberia, he was also involved in, this, in the planning of the execution of Thomas Sangara. So I would assume, because this is a military court, so when you have a military court, you have issues to do with the classification, classified information, secrets, some of the state secrets that won't be uh, disclosed in the public domain. But fortunately, we have had uh, the end of the case and the former president has been sentenced to life imprisonment. Unfortunately, he's not there to save the term in Burkina Faso. Tapiwa, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. Asante sana. Excellent. Great. There you go. Tapiwa Diamond, Afro-expert on democracy, governance, and human rights. Very interesting that um, his family say they're not, they don't want revenge. They want justice. They just wanted justice. And you know what? The, the fact that uh, Blaise Campore is out in the Ivory Coast for now, it's fine. He's convicted as much as it took time for justice to be served as far as his guilty verdict. It's going to take time maybe f- even for him to be brought to book. Mm. But I'm sure I he's know. family though. But I'm sure his family, as much as they're happy about justice being served, they would love for him to be frog-marched yeah. into a jail cell. Do you get what I mean? I believe that one day he will see the insides of a jail cell. Isn't it funny though how to. other countries are so mum? Even the Western world. Look, I mean, it's like right? also with uh, Yaya Jame, the former president of the Gambia. Mm. He's now uh, exiled into Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. Also, I think also him, he will see the insides of a jail you also cell. Have, um, you also had Idi Amin, who moved to Saudi Arabia, yeah. if I'm not wrong. Yes. Right? Yes. But it goes to what Tapu is saying. None of these countries are holding um these 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 tyrants accountable so for sad. their actions yeah. it's very sad because you'd also consider the fact that um Kampara killed a sitting president mm-hmm. do you get what i mean yeah. mm. surely High they treason. should extra- i mean surely they should extradite him to go face face the music mm. surely it shouldn't be it should be a no-brainer yeah, yeah. well it just shows you that we are not equal ne? no we're not we no, will not. never we'll never be wow there you go. Very interesting um, interview there with Tapio Diamond. Thank you once again, my brother. It's Radio 2000. It's the Glenzito Superdrive. It's our first day, y'all.